Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Welcome back to another bi-weekly episode of the Ear Friends Podcast. I am your host, your girl, Model E. Welcome, guys. How are you doing tonight? I am well. I have the mood set. I have my string lights on. I have it very dimmed in here. I have my candle lit. And I have me a nice glass of red wine. You can't go wrong with a glass of red wine because the sister need it. She works hard for the money. You understand what I'm saying? So if you got some wine in your refrigerator or laying out in your wine rack, go ahead, grab a glass, pour you some wine, and let's tune into the Eat Your Friends podcast. All right. So guys, I have a story from this woman by the name of Valerie. Now this story is a, it's a sad story and it's especially sad for Valerie because she never got a chance to ask one specific question. Here is the story. As a child, Valerie was brought up by her maternal grandparents who raised her as their own. Then, when she was eight or nine, Valerie was told that Christine, the family friend who often visited, was actually her biological mother. She had got pregnant at 15, but no one ever talked to Valerie about who her dad was. When Christine died in 1984, Valerie lost the chance to ask her mom who was her father. After her first marriage broke down, Valerie fell in love and married a man named Percy. He was a good provider and we had a good life, Valerie said. When Percy, which was 60 years old, died in 1998, Valerie was devastated to lose her husband and the stepfather of her three children. But what she didn't realize was that some of her family had been hiding a dark secret. Six years later, an uncle told Valerie the truth. Percy wasn't just her husband. He was, in fact, her father. A DNA test using samples from Percy's hairbrush confirmed the astounding paternity claims. Valerie isn't sure if Percy was aware that he was her dad. I don't know if he ever knew or not. She admits that conversation didn't come up. Valerie hopes her stories will help others survive traumatic experiences. Everybody's dealt a hand and it's not always good and it's not always bad. But if you live in that hand God gave you, it's going to be all right, she insists. Now, definitely this has been a traumatic experience that she survived. And it's definitely a true saying that everyone is dealt a hand. I'm not saying that situation like this is good at all. I'm not saying it, but I know that it happens, you know, especially I'm going to say back in the olden days, because back then women had babies. A lot of times they got separated from their kids. You know, families got separated all the time. So nobody knew who anybody was, you know, and it goes back as far as, you know, my grandmother, she didn't have a birth certificate. So she had two birthdays. When it was time for her to get her Social Security, she had to go down to the Social Security Administration office and she had to get a a lot of paperwork filled out. 
you know, we had her birthday as one day, but her birthday was another birthday. You know, things weren't finalized. They didn't have electronic records, you know, that we have now. So I can understand how these situations happen. Now, just like Valerie says, she wasn't sure that her father knew. I mean, her husband, well, which is her father, but it's very traumatic, you know, for you to lose that person and you thought that they were the love of your life and come to find out that they were your father. That will be something that would nag me for the rest of my life. I will have to go through counseling. But those situations happen. And that's what we mean by you are dealt specific hands in life. And you don't have any control of them. So this is what happened to Valerie. And um, I thank Valerie for sharing her story because someone else can go through this traumatic experience as well. So I just wanted to let you guys ponder on that and just think about, you know, that part of real life. Because a lot of things that we think that is real isn't really real. Things like this is real. All right, so let's go ahead and let's move on to the next conversation. Let's go ahead and kick things up a little bit. And let's go ahead and talk about Ellen a little bit. So over the past couple of weeks, you guys have been wrong in Ellen. <laughs> we all know how Ellen is. You know, Ellen is funny. We also know that Ellen can have an attitude problem. Yes, I said attitudinal. Now, we're going through a pandemic and her employees, now that they're at the house, they want to talk out how Ellen treats them. We don't know exactly how Ellen treats mm -hmm. them, but we can kind of get the picture that Ellen may be a little full of it sometimes. You know, yes, Ellen seems nice. You know, I really like Ellen. I like what she do on her show. You know, she seemed like a very fun and energetic person. But at the same time, you never know how a person is. But also at the same time, I'm thinking in my mind for these people to come out during the pandemic because they are not at work, they are not in front of Ellen's presence, they want to say all sorts of things about her, about how they were treated. Well, if you were treated so bad, why have you come forth and say anything prior? That's what I don't understand. You know, I do. I work a nine to five. I do. And I get upset with my job at least two days out the week. I'm not going to even lie about that. There are shit that happens that I don't like. But what can I do about it? I'm not going to sit on social media. I'm not going to blast my employer because they employ me. I am there providing a service for them to get my paycheck and take my ass home. I'm not going to sit there. I'm not going to blast them. You know, like I say, I get mad with them every two days. And, it is, and sometimes it's not even their fault. It just the stress and it's part of life, you know, <laughs> I don't want to be there, but it's a pandemic. And just because I'm not there physically sitting in that chair every day, I'm not going to sit and I'm going to put them on blast. I'm not going to do that. So I'm not sure if Ellen's um, employees really feel that way about Ellen or if she's really that bad, or maybe they're just trying to get some extra cash. 
who really knows? But I, I think it's up for grabs if Ellen is going to return back to her shore or not. But if she don't, I'm sure Ellen will figure things out. She's a smart woman. She got money. She can do whatever she want to do. All right. So I'm here to tell y'all, leave Ellen alone. Okay. I don't think Ellen's that bad because if she was that bad, you wouldn't tolerate it for all those years. But there are some people backing her up and I appreciate that. All right, moving on. So y'all remember a couple weeks ago, I had an issue with my face mask and my glasses. Okay, well, I've been fighting with my mask and my glasses and they double teamed me. And of course, I lost the fight. So I had my, let me tell y'all the story. I had my glasses on for like a week. That happened to have been the week I've been going back into the office uh, probably about two or three days out of that week. So I have my glasses on. So, you know, I get up back and forth because I deal with a lot of paper. So I'm back and forth at the printer and we have to keep our mask on. So I have my mask on. I get up. I go to the printer, come back, sit down. I take my mask off. When I take my mask off, my whole glasses come flying off my face because my mask that's hooked around my ears is tied up on my glasses, which was so uncomfortable, you know, wearing a mask all day at work. So I can only imagine how the doctors and nurses feel and I have to deal with this <laughs> during COVID. So I just want to let you guys know that the mask and the gloves, they beat my ass came home I took the glasses off I never put the glasses on again I have a contacts back in but I just want to let y'all know that so for everyone who's out there who felt the pain that I felt last week and you don't wear contacts but you wear glasses every day I'm praying for you I'm definitely praying for you and the fogging up oh my god every time I open my mouth and have a conversational breathe it's foggy yeah, I can't deal with it. I had to put my glasses back on, guys. <laughs> yeah, y'all can have the mask and the glasses. Just give me the mask and my contacts because I'm blind as a bat. So I got to have something in my eyes, but I can't do them glasses and the mask. I can't do it. All right. So I saw this um, question was floating around <clears throat> and it's about um, self-love and knowing your worth. Now... <laughs> This right here, okay, we have a lot of women out there who claim that they love themselves and that they know their worth, but do they really know their worth? I mean, I'm not going to say it's every woman, but I've seen so many women make bad decisions. You know, they talk about guys, you know, or they don't want the certain guys that approach them because they don't look a certain standard to them so they let those guys go but they always end up being with the wrong guys so basically that kind of says a lot about you as a woman you don't really love yourself as much as you think you do and you really don't know your worth you know self-love is knowing that hey I am this I am capable of this I am confident this is self-love. Now, knowing your worth is saying, hey, I'm not going to just settle for anything, but we will have to be on the same page and we will have to be equal, but I'm just not going to settle. And a lot of women settles 
And when you settle, that becomes unhappy. And you have an unhappy and an unwanted relationship. And when you have an unwanted relationship, that leads to other things. And that other things leads to cheating. No one is happy. No one is having sex. And the relationship just has gone caputos. There is no need for us to be together. So when I hear people talk about self-love and knowing your worth, I really want you to understand what is self-love and what is your worth. Because deep down, I don't think that you really understand what is your worth. I know my worth. Yes, you may say, well, Erica, you are married. You don't have to worry about finding a man out here in this world. Well, I can't say there was a time when I was really looking for a guy because I was young. So therefore, I wasn't looking for hard, permanent relationship. You know, by the time I did got into my marriage, my hard relationship, it was time for me to get in that hard, permanent relationship. It was time for me to settle down. But, you know, I am in my 30s and I have friends who are around my same age, maybe a little younger than I. They kind of have issues with finding love. And I'm not sure what it is. You know, maybe they don't know their self-worth, you know, or maybe they look for too much in a man, they require too much in a man, or you're trying to get a man that's up here and you are down here. You know, you kind of got to be equal. You can't say you want somebody that has A plus credit, driver Mercedes Benz, has his own house worth at least $350,000, keep a certain amount of cash in his pocket. And walk around with a certain amount of credit cards in his wallet. You can't say all of those things when you only have um, $110 left out of your paycheck. You have a 530 credit score. You live with your mother or you live in a two-bed apartment um, with your two or three kids. And you drive a 94 Honda Civic. It doesn't add up. It, it just, it doesn't add up. And this is what women has to realize. You got to know your worth. Like your worth is here, but you want somebody else's worth that's up there. And it ain't equal. I just want to fill your knowledge basket with that and give you my point of view of self-love and knowing your worth. All right. So can we move on to the next topic okay okay guys i got some very exciting news to share with you um most of you may know that um natural me is a company that i have been promoting and it is finally here we have finally launched the team and i have worked so hard on this and the company is natural me and what natural me is an at-home 
yoni steaming experience. That means you get to clean your yoni, aka your vagina, in the comfort of your own home. You can do it on your terms. You can do it how you want to do it and how many times you want to do it. So that is the service that we provide. Me, on the other hand, I am your advocate. I will be the one speaking for you, being your voice, letting you know that it's safe, it works, it works for me. So I can really say that. Everyone has different experiences. But my job, my role in this is to let you guys know how it affects me. So natural me is very dear to me. I have a very strong love for this company because first I believe in this product. And I always say, I will never ever try to sell someone anything if I don't believe in it, if I haven't tried it, or if I don't know anything about it. That's just not me. So it works for me because it teaches me to research holistically herbs that are medicinal to help ease and heal certain, you know, body ailments. And when I talk about body ailments, you know, I'm not talking about the usual, you know, oh, you know, this is hurting on me. You know, I have back pains, you know, this happened when I was in an accident. I have spinal injuries. Not that. I'm talking about things like your hemorrhoids, um, your women's issue, um, your cramps, your bloating, anything to do with your vagina. Anything that has to do with that, this helps that. If it don't help it, it will ease it. I promise you. I have a story that I'm going to tell you guys about it. So what I wanted to tell you guys is that, um, first of all, go follow Natural Me. Follow Natural Me on Instagram at Natural Me Life. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-M-E-E. L-I-F-E and on Twitter at N-M-E-E-L-I-F-E in me life. So go follow those two pages. Um, actually, I have um, just putting a video up of me doing the Yoni steam since I had so many people came and asked me questions on how to steam, what's the best way to steam. So I actually put up a video on how I do it. Now, I have been doing this for a couple years now, and I wish that this has been something that I found years ago because it really works. So this is the thing, and I'm going to tell you a backstory. I have been on birth control pills since my late middle school years, almost high school. And I got on them because I had irregular periods. I had bad cramps. You know, my period was just off track. And which I say period is menstrual cycles for you guys out there that's listening. And nobody really knew how to help with it. You know, my parents, my mother, my grandparents, they're old school. They don't know anything about, oh, baby, you should try this herb. This will take care of it. No, what did my mom say? Well, go get you some birth control pills. Now, birth control pills for me wasn't because I wanted to have sex. It was because I wanted to control my menstrual cycle, which 
I wasn't aware that down the line, years to come, it would really affect my life and my cycle. And when I say affect, it really did took effect. Now, I've been on these birth controls for a very long time, up until, I want to say like three years ago, up until a little after, you know, I had my last child. And I actually tried to get off these pills and every time I would stop taking them, my cycle would just be off the charts. It would be all over the place. I never knew when it was coming, how long it was coming, or what amount that it was coming in. You know, it, it was just, it was stressful. And, and I promise you, every time that I would go out of town or go on vacation, it seems like the damn period just came on and I couldn't stand it. And I said, you know what, I'm going to do something about it. So I had this conversation and I asked about the steaming. And so I got a lot of great information. I was excited about the information that I got and um, I tried it. But let's backtrack. Before I tried it, I want to tell you guys about the regular visits that I had at the doctor. So off and on through my um, late teenage years up until, you know, my middle 20s, I've been going to the doctor regularly. So I've been switched from this pill to that pill to the pills with the low um, estrogen to the pills that didn't have any hormones to only just estrogen just to see what is causing all these issues. You know, I would get BV, which is bacterial vaginosis. I would get yeast infections. And I'm wondering, where does this stuff come from? I'm not doing anything abnormal. You know, I drank lots of water. I only have one partner. Why am I getting all this stuff? So I go and I switch these medicines and then boom, bacterial vaginosis come up. Okay, so I'm going to the doctor. Go to the doctor and what they do, they give you medicine. Okay, but when they give you this medicine, what does it do? After you take that medicine for, what, five to seven days, what happens? It leads to something else. Now I have a yeast infection, okay? So I go to the doctor, and for yeast infection, what do they give you? They give you cream that you got to put up your vagina, yes. I'm just go ahead and just tell you all how it is. Because I'm sure some of you men already know what it is. You know, it's not nothing new. You know, it's nothing to be afraid of. It's a life. It happens. So you do that and you're just uncomfortable with the cream. I'm not going to go into details because I, I swear it's kind of nasty. So I'm not going to go <laughs> too great in details. But it's very uncomfortable. And it's just so stressful to have to go through all of that. So I told myself, I said, self, I am tired of this. I am tired of going to the doctor. I am tired of going back to the doctor because something else led to something else. I'm just sick and tired of it. I'm going to stop taking my pills. Well, I stopped taking my pills and what happened? I'm off balance. I got this period on for a whole two, three months. Won't go off. Can't do shit. Can't have sex. I really don't want to go anywhere because my period is on. <laughs> It's just a mess. So 
I talked to the person at Natural Me and, you know, they had a long conversation with me. And first of all, you know, they were so into their customers and very welcoming and warming. You know, it's like they're like a book, you know, they're like an open book, like here, take it, read, take all the knowledge that you need. So I had this conversation and I actually started trying with the herbs and I um, I saw a demo of how it was done. You know, I did my research or whatever, because a lot of people are doing yoni steaming. A lot of people are actually, it's not nothing new. You know, it's been practiced for ancient, you know, it's been practiced for a very long time. You know, we just fell out of it when medicine was produced. But how do you think that people got healed before there were medicines? It was done holistically. So we're now trying to bring this back into the loop. So my goal is to get you ladies back in the loop of doing things the natural way because it really works. So I started doing the Yoni steaming and surprisingly it worked. Like everything they said, it really works. Yes, people have their doubts about it, that it didn't work, but Everybody body is different. You know, you may have to do it the right way. Who knows that it didn't probably didn't do it the right way. You know, you, you can't do yoni steaming when you have any open wounds or when you have any um, disease or viruses or if you're pregnant, you cannot do it. And you only do it like a week or two prior to your administration coming on. And you basically do it maybe like three times out of the month. So with certain kind of precautions that you do have to take and rules that you have to follow in order to do it. But for me, when I do it, when they say that it makes your yoni smell like flowers. Oh, yes, it does. When they say it makes you more wetter down there when it's time for sex. Oh, yes, it does. It is all those things. And so far after all these years, it has not steered me wrong. So I've been on the bandwagon for natural meat. You know, their products works, you know, is 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 carefully prepared by your herbalist and it really works. And I trust them and I believe in their products. So this is why I'm delivering the message to you guys. So I'm gonna tell you something and, and and you're probably going to say oh that's a damn lie erica is lying right now no i am not lying so out of the blue i'll say maybe out of two years i haven't experienced any um vaginal complications let's go ahead and say that so one day out the blue, you know, I said, you know, I don't feel normal down there. You know, it wasn't normal. You know, I didn't have no smell or anything like that. It just didn't felt right. And as a woman, you know, when your body doesn't feel right. So I said, you know what, I'm going to go. I'm going to make an appointment to the doctor. So, you know, of course, it takes about two weeks for me to make an appointment. So I said, I'm going to try my at-home regimen. I'm going to do everything to do this myself. So what I did is I drank lots of water throughout the day. I eat like um, yogurt two times a day 
and you know yogurt has a um active yeast in it so that culture is pretty good for your vagina so i ate yogurt two days out the week probably for about a week drank a lot of water um ate some fruits um um i can't get it out vegetables you know ate some nuts and stuff Okay, so all of you that got your mind in the gutter, when I said I ate some nuts and stuff, not that type of nuts. I'm talking about like almonds, um, sunflower seeds, stuff of that nature, okay? <laughs> all right. So, you know, I kind of did those home remedy things. Oh, and also um, vinegar, ACV. Um, ACV is actually good. Um I actually take ACV um, gummies as well, but if you don't have the gummies, you can also take like a teaspoon of apple cider vinegar. Um, I did that like once a day um, for um, probably like a week. And I promise you, when I went to my doctor's appointment, I said, you know what? I actually feel better. I think I may have cleared the issue on my own. So she said, well, you know what, let's go down there and let's take a look. So we, um, you know, propped up on the table and she took a look and she said, well, I don't see any discharge or anything. I definitely don't smell an odor. She said, well, girl, I think you diagnosed yourself and you fixed the problem. I said, well, girlfriend, you know what? I think I did. And when I thought about it, I'm like, you know what? All these years. I've been coming to the doctor because I had an issue. All it took was for me to research, get the information on my own, to take care of my own body, instead of having to put medicine, drugs into my body that will create another problem. And this is what I am trying to tell women around the world that we don't have to go to the doctor for everything there's a lot of things that we can prevent on our own and take care on our own so i went to the doctor and i paid them a kofi for nothing because i had already diagnosed myself because one i know my body and i took care of the problem so listen to me when i tell you this this is true I have so taught myself how to handle my body to get to know my vagina because she has been with me all my life and she's going to be with me for the rest of my life. She's my best friend. So you got to know how to self-care. Self-care is very important, women. And men, this goes for you too. No, you may not ever use this product in your life, okay? But you can use this product, get it for your women, because at the end of the day, when we are good, you are good. Remember that. But I think we may be coming up with something special for the men as well. So stay tuned, guys. So guys, this has been um, a very entertaining, knowledgeable podcast, right? Make sure you tweet me. Tell me that you like it. Tell me that you love it. Follow me on Instagram at E and Friends Pod, on Twitter at Erica Jones with a Z on the end. And also follow my new adventure and come and share the naturalness with me, with natural me on Instagram 
at Natural Me Life on Twitter at N Me Life. Thank you for tuning to another bi-weekly episode of the Ian Friends Podcast. I am your host, your girl, Model E. See you next time.